welcome to the following the joy podcast with me debbie westwell confidence and mindset coach and massive travel enthusiast this podcast is a place to talk about being the best version of yourself following your heart making those scary changes and having fun on this adventure that we call life i'm your biggest cheerleader and i want you to know that it is never too late to start over and make a life you are excited to get out of bed for so let's go and get following the joy In this episode, I am chatting to Nikki from Nikki Allen Photography. She is a portrait and personal branding photographer. And um, we chat all about like kind of her pathway from um, despite being told she can't, being an actor, through to running a, a theatre company for children and then finding her passion again in the creativity of photography. She gives us some amazing tips of how you and I can also have our best shots possible, why personal branding is super important, but also we have like a laugh and we talk about kitchen discos and she shares like about a crisis of confidence. Um, So, you know, she's kind of like an everyday woman that everybody can late, relate to but she's just gorgeous and she does so much and she's just following her joy with her creativity and she's even been going to be published in a book um from a chelsea flower show so we're discussing mushrooms keep listening it's all about everything this episode hi nikki welcome to the following the joy podcast thank you ever so much for agreeing to um come in and chat to me today and welcome i'm so excited to have you here me too i'm really excited <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so for everybody listening, um, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself, if that's all right, Nikki. Tell us who yeah. you are and what yeah. your life's been like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm Nikki, and I'm a portrait photographer, and I specialise in helping people feel calm and relaxed and intentional in their photo shoots, which basically means you can show up then as the best version of yourself. Um, and before photography, I used to be an actor, so I have a lot of experience in how to um, well, everything from how to mitigate your nerves, use mindset um, and find yourself in a way that you can show up, you know, whether you're scared, showing up, whether you're not feeling great. And actually all of those techniques I teach you so that you're in a position to be kind of in the present moment, which actually is is the key to really good resonant photography. Oh, amazing. All right. OK, so much to unpack there. So yes. let's go back to you used to be an actor. Was that something that you had like a dream as a child and that's what you always like, like you just like went down that line and that's how you got there? Or was it? Yeah, it, it's something I kind of stumbled into um, in teenage years, actually, when, you know, in that funny kind of place where you're there's so much change and so much going on. And actually, I found that the drama classes that I did at school was the one area where I just kind of blossomed and I became, I don't know, alive. And it was completely different. And I think, I mean, I've even got the old reports. I've always consistently was told, you know, should contribute more, should put your hands up more, not so confident. But when it was drama, you know, I was absolutely fine. And it all came out. And I think that's partly just being able to, you know, explore creativity in my imagination, which has always been really fertile, but also, just that permission like to be somebody else or to try something else and it felt you know I guess less pressure in a way so it just felt good and I was encouraged and I was always kind of told that I was really good and that helped obviously so I did plays <laughs> uh, um, and then I had this funny period um, at A level where I was kind of choosing what to do and I always had loved photography um, but I had to make a choice basically between acting and photography and I followed the acting 
um, but I was given some slightly, um, the careers advisor at the college was trying, I think her best to make me realistic about my likelihood of success. Um, but it kind of came across as, you know, you're never gonna get funded. You're never gonna get the money to go to drama school because at that time, which is a while ago, um, it was a very expensive thing to do. So mm. I didn't even try, you know, I didn't even really listen to what it is I wanted to do. I just kind of went, oh, oh, that won't work then. And just kind of assumed. So then I did a degree and went the kind of academic route and then came back to drama school afterwards and um, got lots of encouragement to try. And then I got into Lambda, which is a, a, a really good drama school. Mm. So I did the degree first, then then drama school, then worked professionally for years. Um, and it was amazing all the time it was working. And it was a funny period because obviously you, were, you have to do a lot of work on yourself as an actor. You've got to keep that momentum going. You've got to keep feeling really positive. You've got to keep showing up. Um, and it was fine. And I learned a lot, but then there was just this period where it just started to feel less like something I was keen to put myself through. Yeah. And um, and I suddenly got pregnant and it was it was a brilliant timing for me to just step away, reevaluate. And then I didn't really want to go back, basically. So long story short, that was that's that kind of that was my acting background. Um, and as I say, when I, you know, when it worked well and I I've worked successfully for years, you know, it was great, but it's you know, the highs are high and the lows are low. And actually with being a mother, it all just kind of felt very different. So I had another kind of burning desire to be creative. And with a friend of mine, we set up a theatre company and created theatre for primary school aged children. And it, we did promenade theatre, so it was moving around. So they would go on the journey with us. And she was a primary school teacher. I had the acting oh. background. And it was incredible. We worked <coughs> for a few years doing that. And in that, I started doing more photography and I realised actually that's a sweet spot for me. And that was oh. where I was lighting up, um, yeah. coupled with, you know, the cliche of taking pictures of your own children. Actually, you, you just you want to be able to do that well, you know. And yeah, definitely. That, that took over, really. So I oh. focused on the photography, uh, started doing family shoots, which I still offer. I absolutely adore family shoots, but in a really kind of relaxed way you know I'm looking for the details and the candid moments as yeah not the road. forced pose like hi hi exactly. everything's fine we've, yeah we've all got the same color t-shirt and the same color jeans you know but <laughs> there was a place for that I think but it's not it's not my style yeah um so yeah so then I did photography and that and that's that's what I do now oh so. I love that journey because it kind of feels like divine timing in a way do you know what I mean and also you you managed to kind of naturally fall into the things that you loved in the first place but obviously it probably didn't feel like divine timing at the time because if you were like no. you know going to auditions you were you were an actor and you know you were obviously being turned down a lot you were getting things is it right for you is it yeah. not there's lots of questions yeah. that the, the, the jobs aren't secure all the time you don't have a, a stable income coming in so I yeah. guess at the time you you were like oh is this for me is it not and then obviously you got yeah. pregnant so divine yeah. time in there that kind of brought you out of that yeah um, I just want to go back a bit though right I have a little bit of a bugbear about schools and colleges and careers yeah. advisors because mm. interestingly I was talking to a friend last night and we were talking about the same things about what's driving us and she writes books for a living. And I was saying, okay, what drives that? And she said, a somebody, my English teacher at school 
told me that I would never make anything of myself and I would never be good at writing and so she's like I've almost had to go and prove myself and she's written like 60 odd books you know when I said to her you need to dedicate one of these books to your English teacher because and just be like here's the big middle finger to you because like teachers are wonderful schools are wonderful and and they're definitely there for purposes but I'm getting on a bit of a soapbox now Nikki I'm so sorry but I just feel like I feel like like it's we're telling kids nowadays that you know you've got to fit into a box you've got to fit into the mold you know you you can't follow your dreams and Mm -hmm. and like you mentioned before for you it was about that kind of release of creativity and I feel like we sometimes put too much pressure I mean I don't have children but I see it all the time with my friends who do have children we put pressure on children to like do the sats do their exams like hit the hit the marks do the like when do they get time to just be them and learn and grow and like that's awesome for you because you became an actor so you naturally have that but it's like how do we encourage children and adults Mm -hmm. to like be that creative person and enjoy that kind of inner child fun freedom stuff without being told and careers advisors that just go like signpost you to university signpost you to university that's it you'll never be able to do it signpost you to university yeah uh, no I I know I I completely agree and actually my daughter's doing SATs at the moment and it's really interesting (laughs) because it's something that you know the school has to do but the whole approach to everything has changed the whole timetable's change it's just literally revision and it I can see the joy like kind of seeping out of her like oh. she's still going to school and actually you know they just don't have the time to devote to the kind of more fun activities that actually the children really really need you know yeah and I and it, it does it, it breaks my heart as well like actually you know if you haven't found something you haven't got that thing that you can do outside of school yet and it is a yet because these things develop yeah absolutely um, you know these kids are be they're not being served well at the moment they're just there's so much pressure on them um and it's funny because I even though I had that experience as an actor I then had a massive period of my that's a few years of my life where I did have a bit of a wobble and I said where where is my joy coming from then and actually having to really retrain my brain and it's something that I'm I'm really passionate about kind of helping with my children to kind of go, well, you have to try and look for the joy. And it might not be something big and exciting all the time, but there is something in every day if you look hard enough. But it's, it's yeah, it's having to change how you, how you feel about everything, really. And that's something I did. And I think maybe it was COVID time, but it wasn't directly related to that. But I just found myself in this place of kind of questioning you know, I was 40 as well. That doesn't help. But, you know, just going, oh, <laughs> is, that, is that it then? Is this where I am? Um, and, you know, I had to do so much work on myself. And the tiniest change each day has actually mounted up to be a, ma- a significant change for me. But I kind of became aware that actually we are the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. Mm. And I'm telling myself a story of, this is hard or why isn't this happening or I'm always tired and all these other things that were were actually really 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 negative and I've just had to unpick it all and actually starting with journaling really really helps just to kind of get it out and that's what I say to my daughter who's now started doing it as well just even if it's a few things a day or you could reflect back on the day you will find there was maybe a moment of joy 
because your brain wants to tell you that day was so crap but actually yeah. maybe it wasn't you know and trying to get her and my son although he's a bit younger just to try and mine that because there will be something in there um yeah. but that's a skill again that's a skill that's not taught because you know I think we pay so much emphasis on physical activity and exercise but not the mental exercise the brain health no. yeah um and particularly for kids at school you know these days a lot of those fun creative subjects aren't really there in the same way I know at my kids school there's certainly no drama there used to be in fact I used to go into primary schools and help facilitate oh. when I was an actor it was one of my favorite sort of side jobs actually and you get to kind of work with the kids and you would find the kids who are not engaged academically they're the ones yeah. that really often got it and you know really you know had that chance to be yeah expressive um, and it's like that creative outlet for emotions as well. You know, you yeah. don't know what that child's going through at home or, you know, and and to give them some form of, of outlet of expression as opposed to it, it kind of feels like everything's results driven at the moment. So instead of just being, it's yeah. like a results driven, like you must achieve this, you must do this as opposed to just yeah. just go out and have fun. And I love what you're yeah. saying about kind of like finding fun every day. And it's it's interesting, isn't it? And like you know if you were if you were hitting 40 and then like kind of looking at yourself I feel like a lot of people listening will be the same like you kind of get to your like late 30s into your 40s we've probably got a little bit more time a little bit more money you know mm -hmm. some people have got children some people don't but then it's when we start reflecting on ourselves and being like hang on we've been told this is a way all of the time this is a certain way this is a way this is a being and it's yeah. like actually we we start questioning that and go oh no there is something else and I can look into this or yeah. whatever and I've got to say I went for a skip the other day you know like a proper oh, old-fashioned yeah. like not like with a rope just like a I went yeah, for a walk yeah. and I saw this path and I just thought <laughs> and I like That's literally great. skipped down this path and I was giggling like a child and I thought oh my goodness I definitely need to do this a little bit more and I don't yeah. know if anybody saw me I don't really care if anybody saw me to be fair. yeah yeah do you know <laughs> I what like, I yeah I, I completely relate to that. Like some, I run quite often. Well, do you know what? I'm not going to call it a run. I jog. Um, <laughs> I move. I move basically. Um, and where I'm on the river, so there's massive puddles. And the other day, I was like, I I could go around the puddle. I could go through the puddle, or I could do like a split jump, which I'm not a dancer, but I used to do that years and years ago. And that was a similar kind of thing. And it was like that's just so much fun. But you know, I probably look like a plonk, but regardless. It is, you know, often they say as well, tapping into that stuff that you felt joy as a child, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I think it's just giving, up, giving yourself permission to do that. That's the hardest thing, isn't it? Because we're always seeking yeah. the validation, the, the answers. We're always looking outside. And I think what I realised was actually that doesn't work. You know, you have to start with what's inside, and all the kind of fridge magnet cliches are really true. But actually, <laughs> you've got to go in, and then you realise, and you know that the joy is there to be had underneath all the layers of crap. But actually, it does just take a bit of self awareness, and like I said, the journaling for me is is the gateway to that. You know. Yeah. Now, do you like journal like emotions and feelings or do you just journal like good bits? Because I've got to say, I struggle to journal like everything down, but I have, I do and have been doing for the last year or so a gratitude journal first thing oh, okay. in the morning, which yeah. literally sets me up on like a high energy yeah. level. And then before I go to bed, I think, oh, these are all the good things that happened today. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful, isn't it? I, yeah. I, to be honest, I did the artist's way course 
by Julia Cameron. Well, I say I did it. It's a 12 week course. It takes a lot of commitment. And I did 11 weeks and then it was COVID. And I was, um, but it got me in the practice of free writing. So I'll do three pages in the morning um, and it's more of a brain dump. So it just gets everything out. Okay. But what, I've nice. what I found over time is the first part is just, I mean, God forbid anyone reads it. It's dull as anything. It's, you know, to-do <laughs> list and, oh, I've got to do that. It's not, it's not inspired. It's not going to win a prize. Um, but then by the end, sort of second or third page, answer it when you write, you know, you're just getting it out. But then I kind of go, well, actually, there's things in there that are really useful. So I then look back. And then I highlight the things and they often then turn into my to-do list for the week or the day. Oh. So it starts as just free writing, but it ends up being really useful as to the things that are, you know, playing my mind or ideas or projects, things like that. Oh, so I like that. I like that's such a good really idea. Valuable. Yeah. So if you're listening, there you go. That's one of the yeah. things that you can do. Yeah. Just just write down everything that's in your brain. Yeah. Just had a had a pen and paper brain. and yeah, and also, I guess, if anything negative's coming out of your brain, don't feel afraid yeah. to, like, rip it up, burn it, get rid of it, you know, like, Absolutely. that's kind of like a physical way of getting rid of it as well, yeah. so. I think yeah. I think the other thing about that, that had a big effect when I was um, having, kind of struggling with confidence is to do with moving, though, and, and that kind of moving the, the energy around as well, so whether it is, you know, like, ripping stuff up, you know, that can feel really cathartic, or just... But having a kitchen disco, like the best song, and dancing it off. I love a know, kitchen disco. It's so good, isn't it? Because actually, <laughs> you know, if I sit down and go, right, well, I'm going to do a yoga practice that does this and then that. And, and sometimes I just find that I've already blocked it. Like, no, I've got time. <laughs> Work on a good tune, dance it off. You know, the power of music, I think, um, is often underestimated. Or we just maybe get used to putting a radio on or yeah. a playlist that's decided for us. And actually, when I work with um, my clients, it's one of the things I touch on, because I think so much work can be done in preparation for things, whether we feel really confident about them or not. You know, we can do lots of work. And one of mine is, I, you know, I send over information and guides of journaling prompts and things and videos. But I do have a playlist that I share and I invite them to or just put, create their own playlist. And actually, mm. it can really help kind of you visualise you know you being your best self or particularly if a song resonates with you I yeah think it's really powerful to use that oh I love that and we'll come back to that in a minute because I'm actually thinking you could combine the two about finding what you had fun as a child put your chill a childhood music yeah. on that you dance yeah. to at your discos and parties that you went yeah. to and use that as a kitchen disco but so, okay right so your photography then sounds yeah. like it's not just pure photography is it it's obviously a whole package of encompassing like you're helping them with the the thoughts or emotions the feelings you're kind of putting them to the right frame of mind yeah for that photography yeah. so you do family and obviously we've mentioned that it's not like static photographs yeah. it's more natural but you do yeah. like business branding and stuff as well do that's you? right yeah. yeah yeah and that's kind of my main offering these days is personal branding so I really enjoy working with people who are kind of small business or creatives coaches um and yeah like you say it's not just the photo it's the process um but no obligation for you to do it if you're like well no that's too much work fine you know if you're already super confident with the camera that's all good for me um but what I really love to do is just help so start in the process of looking at where my clients are in terms of their branding. 
most of them will have done some work on it but it's I find it useful for me to really revisit because if I understand your branding and your why you're doing it and everything or your values it that helps me to then help you if that makes sense become more intentional because in a photo shoot if we strip away all the story and all the other stuff and we just focus on that moment and I think this this is the key to, to good photography is we just have the present moment and we can yeah. kind of be in that um so that's to do with you know you being really intentional and it's to do with feeling relaxed so music will be a part of it um but it's also thinking about you specifically because why do we need branding photography that looks like somebody else you know it, it needs to be authentic to you and so I really help you unpick what that might look like for you um you know if you're a brand who I don't know say you are a coach or a fitness coach um but you really really love a Sunday walk in the woods and it hasn't mm. directly got fitness related to it but then I would suggest well why don't we go there and do your shoot you know yeah and it's just finding a way to make it specific to you really um and I share, yeah, I share the tips and techniques that have helped me um, show up as the best version of me. So I love that. I love that. I feel yeah. like my branding should have some form of like Harry Potter wizardry in it. Ooh, yeah, alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture you on the beach though, because you're in you're oh. you've got Sandy Beach, haven't you? Yeah, I love beaches. I love beaches. I love the ocean. I cannot tell you, my phone is literally full of me. Of recordings of like the ocean basically yeah. I literally go down to the water's edge and I put my camera as low as I possibly can and I just record the waves going in and out because it's Lovely. just that that pure like nature's noise to me yeah. and yeah. I love going for a walk in the forest as well I have a thing about hugging trees so mm. well there's two really good locations for you then if you ever do <laughs> need a branding shoot that's sorted well that's it as well and I've heard also like if you're on if you've got like social media pages or whatever you should like do the things that you love because you'll end up having that 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 real kind of like theme that goes through naturally of that you know say the two colors that you like all the time or like like you said a lot of my pictures are me hugging a tree or down at the beach or something like that and so it kind of becomes that underlying theme as well as you know what I do to help people as well if that makes sense yeah And I think yeah. that's exactly what your that's exactly what will resonate with people because then they'll be looking at it and they'll actually understand something more about you because I think I mean it's a minefield isn't it with photographers because there are a lot of really talented people out there and a lot of personal branding photographers are incredible and they're really talented but there's a lot of generic imagery coming out and I just I don't I, I it doesn't excite me like if unless I work with a client and they say no I really do need that shot of me yeah. last day you know fine of course I would do it but I'd really encourage my clients to just dig into actually something a bit deeper in terms of what is specific to them because then that's gonna resonate with and that's gonna be the difference between someone picking you yeah as, or somebody else isn't it you know we yeah need because you're in your person. element and you look comfortable and yeah and, yeah. And, rest, yeah, and I'll capture that essence and you, you know you do really radiate when you're in that zone of genius as well. So I tend to just chat with my clients. So it doesn't seem like they're being directed, but we're in my line of questioning, we're getting really specific and intentional yeah. and that, that shines through. Uh, so, okay. Have you got any good tips for how you should stand or anything? Like 
anybody who's listening who's like about to have some pictures taken maybe by a friend maybe they're going to get married like have you got any really just quick tips that would help yeah well I guess the first <laughs> thing is lots of people instinctively know that they've got a side that they would prefer and that's fine like go with that that's absolutely fine um but if you really really don't like having your picture taken which I'd say 90% of my clients do say to me is you could consider not even looking at the camera at all and this is one of the mm. things that i I would like to encourage people to do is to move away from thinking it has to be this certain way. It doesn't. It's your it's your photo. Do it exactly how you want. Um, but I would say the main thing for a flattering photo is to start with the light and work out where the light is and natural light, even if it's um, a grey day, which, by the way, actually is way more flattering anyway. Just look is at it? where you are. Yeah, yeah. Everyone goes, oh, no, it's a bit cloudy. Every photographer is going, it's really even. It's so flattering. Oh. Um, so if you're having photos taken on a sunny day, find the shade. Because otherwise, you know, there's more chance of squinting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely find the shade. Think about the angles that you're at. And actually, I would encourage people to have a conversation and then try and take pictures within that. And that sounds crazy, but like having a natural interaction that's captured is <clears> going to be way, way nicer than... Because everyone braces a little bit, don't they? Yeah. When they have to look directly at the camera, even the most confident people. Yeah. Like when I bring the camera up, that it's vulnerable. That that's yeah. The second and you're also thinking like, hold my stomach in. Like, have I got a double chin? Like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. this like, what do my roots look like? Is my hair messy? Like, is my mascara yeah. like? There's, there's like yeah. a thousand thoughts that go through yeah, your mind, yeah. isn't there? When you're like, must yeah. keep my my gap in my arm, and do I have my hand <laughs> like my fingers splayed or my fingers together? Yeah. Should it be natural? Your hands and... are hard. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> good piece um, of your body in a picture of hand yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know what that's and it's really normal and I'm exactly <laughs> the same but it's it's because we're thinking about us and if we can just switch the thought to think about why am I taking this photo or what would I like to do with this photo or how could this help somebody you know particularly if it's in terms of business and then we're putting the focus on our intention yeah we're not thinking so much about how we look that can kind of also help with the confidence. Yes. That's what I try to do in the shoots anyway. I love that. And some of that is absolute, like, genius. But it's really simple. Like, I genuinely yeah. didn't know that a grey day is better. And standing in the shade, I just would have thought, you oh. know, get the sunlight. The sunlight's yeah. good because, you know, it gives you that, like, bright kind of yeah. light and colour and yeah. stuff. So, oh, brilliant, Nikki. And You're also, awesome. <laughs> the, the last one would be also your time of day. So... First thing in the morning, the light is beautiful, even in winter. Yes. Oh, not not too early, and then it's dark because that's, that's <laughs> it's, <I>, like, <laughs> it's beautiful. I mean, once the sun's risen, um, but also towards the end of the day because it's just softer. So I would always avoid having photos done in the middle of the day because it's unless you want to work with really bright, harsh shadows creatively, it's not it's not very flattering. Yeah. So I'd stick to either end of the day. Oh, amazing. So do you use like a a digital camera or are you still old school? Is there still old school people with like old films around? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, oh it's hugely popular. Yeah, it's, oh, it? I do. I use film personally on like personal projects. Um, but I know I use a digital DSLR. Um, I'd like to use more film, but at the moment I, I, I'm comfortable with digital. I can see what I've taken straight away. I can show my client. I think that's really important. You know, yeah. like, like that. oh, I hope I've got it. Um, but I like to show 
people the photos as we go because that helps them to understand because sometimes you can't picture the framing or you can't picture certain things yeah so, yeah I do digital but I work with natural light I'm not I'm not a fan of artificial light I think it's it can be worked really beautifully in editorial type work but for me it I'm so into things being kind of real and natural and authentic that it 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 isn't so yeah I just need a nice window if we're indoors and um we're good to go so, so do you go to people or do people come to you how does it work because I mean I, otherwise you're going to be location specific aren't you yeah no I I tend to travel it's um I I would always suggest looking if it's branding then I would suggest is it is it of interest to you to have it captured in where you work you know if you've got a yeah. specific office or room or because I work with artists often you know they have studios which lend themselves because they're perfectly lit normally they've yes got very good light. <laughs> um but also you know if 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 it doesn't work for whatever reason or you don't want to do that that's why I would then suggest well have a second location um make it specific to you and in that respect we can kind of go anywhere um if you don't like the, your home environment you don't want that to be um oh, sorry your working environment if it just doesn't work then yeah we just need to have we you know find a good background nearby um but ideally somewhere that's that's specific to you I think yes going back to that uniqueness and being authentic yeah. to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and actually some people just need um a, you know a quick headshot for want of a better word which isn't kind of what I tend to offer but I sort of capture the portraits within the session so there can be the headshot yeah. look but then there's also walk you know walking shots there's details there's work you know you at work that sort of thing so it's more storytelling than just here's one you know portrait yeah and so do you do a lot of editing then or do you try and get it as natural as possible so that it doesn't really need editing um well both to be honest I kind of work with <laughs> I do like um, I do like an edit, and actually, uh, I've realised this is something I, I and I'm much much quicker than I used to be. But I do like to go through each individual image and hand edit. Um, I could outsource it, but it doesn't feel right to me. So I want to be mm. kind of every part of the process. But I don't change colours. You know, I keep colours the same. But yeah, I will. I go in. I tend to shoot quite a lot so that we've got options. Um, I quite like using burst mode because I want to capture real moments. I might talk, yeah. or I might laugh, and it will be like, see, like yes. tapped. But actually, that can give a really lovely, like, in between moment. Yeah. So but also, there's really terrible in between moments as yeah. well as your mouth's don't going worry. like one well, <laughs> Yeah, I don't share those. It's fine. They go in the bin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's a lot, there is some editing involved, you know, I don't mind it, it's part of the job, um, but I, yeah, I prefer kind of being out shooting, but yeah. Oh, amazing. And then do you kind of, do your clients get all of the photographs that you take or just the kind of ones that you've agreed on? I'm just being it's, nosy now, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's kind of, it's, it's up to you really. Oh, I mean, okay. there's the, I offer different packages, so you can choose a package with only a few images and then you you might see the rest of the gallery and think, I quite like to buy some more. You might choose a half day shoot. I also offer a full day shoot. So it's really depending on what need you have for your business, where you are in your journey. You know, you might not need hundreds of images right now. You might just need a few. Um, but I am going to be doing some mini sessions coming up. I'm still kind of finalizing location, but they would then be a bit swifter 
and you just get kind of a few images from that so um nice i haven't quite worked out my location yet bournemouth's a good place <laughs> yes i've heard bournemouth's good oh it'd be love i'd love to come down there i love that beach yeah it's beautiful because it's like a proper sand beach isn't it whereas yeah. a lot of the other ones are pebbles although pebbles yeah. you know create their own texture in yeah. in a way but, but have yeah you got loads of like on the edge of the beach you've got kind of woods and greenery and yes. really near the beach haven't you yeah yeah you so it's really close to get to get to trees and to get to yeah, yeah. to beach and then also yeah. we've got those beautiful um different colored beach huts as well yeah. which is you know yeah, such a such a lovely backdrop as well yeah but, so how can people find you get in touch with you if they're interested in these mini sessions or yeah. a session with you or something like that they can go to my website for that contact form. That's nikkiallen.co.uk or find me on Instagram. I am at Nikki Allen Photos. Um, and if anyone is interested in booking from listening to this, how exciting, thank you. Um, <laughs> but I'm offering um, an hour's consultation as well for free if anyone books through having listened to me on here. So they just need some awesome contact and say they heard me on this. Uh, following your joy and um and in that hour we can do whatever they want you know it could be an audit of the current photography or just plan the set ha what's best for you where you're at in your business and how I can help you brilliant and I'll put all of those notes in the show notes anywhere okay. so anybody can go back after they've listened to this yeah. and click on the little links now you've been up to something exciting recently haven't you because you shared with me that you were working with somebody who's been at the is it the Chelsea Flower Show that's yeah yeah so yeah I have I've uh, started working <laughs> can't even speak I started working with um these lovely ladies um and I helped them with their website imagery last year and they grow mushrooms for a living and they encourage people to grow their own mushrooms and they're called they're a company called Kaylee Brothers and it was named after a family member um, but basically they are kind of demystifying the process of growing mushrooms and, you know, no more of the sad ones you get in the supermarket, but actually taking ownership yourself. And so they sell kits and it's incredible. You can oh, grow them from little pot, you know, the kit that comes with the bag. So it just sprouts from there. You can grow them off coffee. You can grow them off a pair of jeans. You can do some crazy stuff. Oh my goodness. And they were asked to do Chelsea last year and they won a gold for that, um, which is amazing. But also they've just written a book and I've done the photography for that. And that's due out on the 2nd of May this year by Quarto Publishing. And it's called Project Mushroom. So it's all the mushroom projects you can imagine in one book. So it is really exciting. I've seen the um, the proof and it looks absolutely lovely. So, yes. Yeah. Also, mushrooms are like one of those superfoods, aren't they? I can't remember what we call them. Yeah you know Adapt the adaptogens. adaptogens yes yeah yeah, yeah. so we, we and especially I think a lot of people listening to this are probably around a similar age to me so maybe mid-40s you know when we're heading into that kind of we need yes. adaptogens we need in all our life as we start yes. going through changes in our lives lion's mane we need lion's mane <laughs> everybody needs mushrooms in their life yeah, it's true it's true and I think there's something I just I I just I love everything about their whole attitude and the ethos and and actually going to get really hippie now but just that sort of realization <laughs> that there's that there's sort of con the connection with nature that we're you know we're close yeah. to nature and actually mycelium which is you know what makes the mushroom that's been around longer than anything else yeah so I get quite excited by it. um and they they produce kits that grow pink 
oyster mushrooms, yellow oyster mushrooms, big lion's manes. Like, oh my goodness, incredible! What an amazing project to be in as well. And then yeah. obviously you're going to be published in print, which is fabulous. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. What are you going yeah. to do to celebrate when that book comes out? Sure, I don't know because at the moment <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm in a pro. Um, I'm not. I'm not even drinking alcohol at the moment. I found that actually, when I knock that on the head, I just feel just a lot more kind of in the zone. So I'm in a period of maybe I'll have a kombucha and go for a run or a sauna or something. <laughs> yeah. Take yourself out for a nice meal or have yeah. a nice bath with like yeah. I don't know something. Something. Do something. Yeah. Out of the ordinary or decadent or. Yeah. I think self-care actually does become the thing that feels like the reward. You know, we used yeah. to, I used to use, I don't know, shopping or chocolate or wine or, you know, all these other <laughs> things. And actually, it feels way more rewarding to just, um, yeah, give yourself permission for some self-care. Self-care is one of the things that I get on my soapbox about. I just tell everybody yeah. all the time that like you basically need to do some self-care yeah. because actually you can't provide for your family if you're not coming from a good yeah. space it's like like yeah. you said all of those fridge magnet like cliches yeah. like it's right yeah. you can't pour from an empty cup you know you're yeah. so much better in yourself when you just give yourself time to just sit back and relax and just those overwhelming yeah. moments of stress I remember when I was yeah. in the corporate role and just feeling overwhelmed and I wish I'd have had what I learned throughout my yeah. whole career so I like that whole like just take two minutes and take five deep breaths like just mm -hmm go and put a dance music on and dance around and yeah. move your body and things like yeah. that and that is self-care it doesn't have to be going for a massage and it doesn't have to be expensive either having Absolutely. closing the door on your bathroom having a bath do you know what yeah. if if you've got young children having five minutes in the bathroom oh, on the toilet yeah. do you know what I mean it's like yeah. self-care just put some music on yeah <laughs> but and you know what I think is really interesting is when you when you lean into that self-care practice it's it's all about celebrating that exact moment, isn't it? We're not bringing yeah. any story of anything else. We're going, no, this moment, because it's pure and that's all it, that's all it needs to be. And actually, that's something that I, I realise when I have my period of kind of going, oh, I'm not sure, what, what, what is this? Where's my confidence gone? And I was looking at Eckhart Tolle, um, his book, you know, have you, I don't know if you've read it, the newer, yeah. his, his latest one, and just kind of accepting... His, his idea of you, you there's three three responses you accept something as the way it is or you're enthusiastic about it or you enjoy it and I realized if I just applied that all the time everything yeah. just felt a lot easier so if I can't be enthusiastic or enjoy something then I just have to accept it and and it won't last forever <laughs> <laughs> just accept it and it will move on and it took away so much of that like pain and the struggle and the because that's all story that I brought to the moment you know whereas I think the reason why those baths and those moments for you feel so expansive and relaxing is because you are giving yourself permission to just do yeah. that one thing aren't you yeah it's just you in that moment enjoying yeah. it you've not yeah. you're not putting the dinner on you're not juggling five different things you're not like answering phone calls trying to do social yeah. media posts and everything else yeah. you're just literally like and well especially for me because I leave all technology outside of the bathroom it's an old school book mm -hmm. and that's it when I'm I in like the bath that. and so for me I'm just like it's complete indulgence and I also like to have a bath on like a midday afternoon oh yes daytime bath like Fair. yeah absolutely that feels yeah. so decadent and indulgent to me it's just yeah. like oh yeah look at me yeah, I enjoy I'm, this I'm, I'm deserving <laughs> this treat <laughs> yeah absolutely 
no I've, I'm, I'm similar it feels like just skiving off school or something I did something yeah. you're getting something extra by doing it in the day <laughs> same as um going to the cinema in the daytime that's awesome as well I love that <laughs> ideally on my own no one asking me for snacks <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness oh well, do you know what I'm so glad that you have managed to kind of overcome that that confidence thing and it's yeah. it's really interesting and thank you for sharing because so many people will like you know look at people like yourself who are you know good in front of the camera good behind the camera you've you've mm -hmm. been on stage and stuff and they'll be like oh what she got to worry about but in actual fact yeah. you know you kind of had that confidence you built it up yeah. and then yeah. it kind of disappeared and I think it does sometimes you know when especially when people have children and or you have mm -hmm. changes in your life or if you're not feeling 100% in one area and then yeah. you know like to share that you've come through kind of the other side and like you said everything is kind of like like just accept it because it, it does get better yeah. and it can change and, that... and change that thought you know you can you can learn to stop the thought or, or give it an upgrade and change it and flip you know rewrite the thought rewrite the story because I think I spent a lot of time going, oh, I've failed as an actor. I'm yeah. what, what can I do now? I'm failing. And it's taken me so long to realise that failure is just information. You know, you can just learn it from is. that. All the things that you put down to failure, A, you know, we should change the language, but also start to see it as actually, no, there's something to learn from it that, you know, without yeah. being woo-woo and, oh, it's meant to be. No, yeah. you, there's something in it. You know, you can move on from it once you see what it was that you could have learned from it, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And I say it all the time, if it's not working for you, it's a lesson for you. And failure literally just means first attempt in learning, F-A-I-L. So yeah, it's, like yeah. yeah, and it's just like, you know, it, we all have to do something for the first time once. And it and it's like, yeah. like you're talking about confidence, but confidence doesn't actually come from like being able to do it. Everybody's terrified. First of all, you've yeah. got to have courage to, yeah. to step into the unknown and do something for the first time. Remember when you first learned to drive and you got in that car and you're thinking how the heck am I gonna you know maneuver like two pedals and gears and listen to what's yeah. going on and look everywhere and now you're probably driving with your eyes closed almost or hopefully yeah. you're not driving with hopefully your eyes not. closed so you kind of got to step into that courage and then yeah. that courage then kind of becomes like a little bit like of consistent just doing it and then the confidence comes because then your body goes yeah. oh I've done this loads of times now I, I know that I can do this and then and you, yeah. yeah sometimes you've got to fake it a little bit before you make it but like I mean that's exactly why you're doing what you're doing in your photography isn't it you know you're helping people find that confidence with inside themselves which yeah. is awesome taking the action has to come first doesn't it and we, yeah. we can sit and wait wait to feel like it's the right time and even with when I've done family shoots you know particularly when their kids are young you know it's like oh I don't want to be seen this way or the house is messy or you know there's all these things again that we sort of put up as an excuse and actually sometimes you just need to do it and then you start to feel better about everything afterwards yeah don't you? but like you said so, capture that moment in time though if your house is messy yeah. your house is messy because you've got I don't know, three kids or you've got a busy life or whatever, you know, em embrace it. Because actually when you are 70, you probably like to look back yeah. and be like, wow, my house was a busy house. You know, if you if yeah. you then become an empty nester and your kids have all flown home, if you're living on your own or whatever, whatever it is that you look like in your yeah. future, you know, you might look back and be like, oh, do you know what? I remember those times where there was noise all the time and I couldn't get a moment peace and there was toys everywhere. And so yeah. That's a, a beautiful moment in time exactly. that you might reflect back on at some point. Exactly. So. And I, and I hope people who are listening could maybe even draw parallels with if it's in business as well, because 
there's this thing I think at the moment where we don't want to share the journey necessarily we don't want to let people know if we're new to, to something and we're kind of pretending and yeah you do fake it till you make it to a certain extent but actually having the where you are now captured and then you know it's somewhere to look back on and this is yeah. this is worth celebrating you've got to hear everything you've gone through is has got you right here and that in itself is a celebration I think it's also future marketing, isn't it? You know, in seven years' time, you'd be like, this is this is where I started. Yeah. This is how yeah, I started. Yeah. You can start yeah. there too. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. amazing. Nikki, you've been awesome. Right, I'm going to try and do a recap because there's been so many good things. I'm going to yeah. try and do like, pull out the things that I want people to kind of, the takeaways, all right, so we're ready sure. for this. Yeah. So we need to kind of try and find the fun that we had or the joy that we had as a child whatever that is try and tap yeah. into it um, yeah. and give yourself just permission to just try it and be it and do it um free writing and journaling is always a good way of of yeah. getting like free thoughts therapy. out and maybe <laughs> yes exactly That's it's free therapy it. <laughs> kitchen discos are a must if you need yeah. to move the body yeah. um just kind of be in the present moment. And when we came on to obviously the camera work, you're like, don't look at the camera, which is awesome. And again, be in the present moment with that. Yeah. Natural light is great. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. like not sunshine, but the, the gray light, morning yeah. and evenings or like yeah. kind of sunrise, sunset kind of time. Um, and self-care is uber, uber important. Yeah. And then obviously um, as Nikki said she's taking the books for the uh, she's taking the photographs for the book um Project Mushroom which comes out on the 2nd of May by Corto Publishing so definitely have a look at that I think I'll definitely be checking out that 100% yeah, yeah. um and Nikki has graciously offered like um a one hour free consulting um for you so just say that you you heard her on following the joy podcast and yeah. um obviously all of her links will be in the show notes so nikki thank you ever so much for spending time with me today it's been absolutely lovely talking to you and i really really appreciate it so thank yeah. you thank you for having me on and not a problem when, when i can come down and see you in bournemouth yeah, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And as always, any links or anything mentioned will be in the show notes. If you haven't connected with me yet, I'd love to meet you. So come find me on Instagram at Debbie Westwell. Why not slide into my DMs and tell me what you thought of this episode? And if you like what you hear, then please follow me or hit the bell icon. Share with somebody like you who would benefit from listening. And all positive reviews are greatly appreciated. Thank you for being your wonderful self and I can't wait to chat next time.